0: With podcasts My name is Sister Ave Clark. I am a Dominican sister from New York. I am happy you can join me today. Hello, everybody. This is Podcast Sister Ave, Everyday Gracious. And today, I have a wonderful friend and sister of St. Dominic, Sister Alice Burns, with me. Hi, Alice. How are you today?
1: I'm terrific.
0: And how are you, Ave? We're doing all right. And today's theme is called teaching a wonderful profession. Well, I chose Sister Alice, first of all, she's a wonderful teacher, but I know how much she loves that profession. Now, Sister Alice, can you tell us what levels of teaching have you experienced?
1: Well, I have learned the gamut. I have taught from first grade, fourth grade, seventh and eighth grade, all through high school, and all
0: levels of college, and even a graduate level, of course. Well, I think everybody hearing that saying, wow, she sure had a fun time. Now, she did mention, but along the way, she was also a principal, which means that she cared about teachers. Now, I want to ask you, what did you learn from each grade level? Was it the same lesson or different lessons? Uh,
1: That's a very... Interesting question. Um, Actually, and and I don't mean it uh, in any way to be demeaning of older students, uh, adults, or young adults. But it's all the same in in many, many ways. Um, From first grade all the way up, we're all human beings. We're all students, and. very similar. There, of course, are differences. There are, um, I, as I look back at the little ones in first grade, you and I taught first grade together, um, by and large, there was a, a spirit of innocence and wonder and excitement. Uh, learning was new to them, and they were so excited to learn and to grow up, um, and of course, some of the things they said and did were funny. Um, and it, 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 I think, it activates the inner child within each of us. Uh, you know, I was thinking the other day when it started to snow. Uh, when I first taught first grade, I had fifty little six-year-olds and when they saw the snow coming down, they all jumped up out of their seats and ran to the windows to look at it. And I panicked. Mm -hmm. Uh, Oh my God, I'm losing control. I have no discipline. What if the principal comes by? And I I didn't know what to do. And I said to them, "Uh, uh, sit down or I'll make it stop. And they all hustled to their little seats, and that was that. You have to smile, even though you try not to let them know it. Uh, they're, they're cute, and it, it's very renewing. Um, I would say, probably what is a, maybe a girls would come into the classroom and they'd be out of sorts and fresh. And um, I, at first I was stupid enough to take them on in front of the class and you learn not to do that. <laughs> um, and then I learned just handle it quietly, quickly. Let it be. Don't, don't feed it. And then maybe after class is over, get them along and say, uh, you you weren't yourself today, what's the matter? And invariably I'd find out, it wasn't me, something happened before they came into class. Um, And that was a very good learning, um, to not react immediately, to kind of wait it out and... um, you know, approach them in that way. Um, I also found uh, you have to be uh, firm with them because they're testing. Uh, I, I had a really tough kid one time, and um, if you met her in a dark alley, you would have been scared of her, let's put it that way. But she loved me, and, I mean, it was kind of like a joke at the school that this really tough kid was so uh, fond of me. I, mm-hmm. And she said to me one day, you know why I like you? I said, why? She said, because you weren't afraid of me. Uh-huh. And um, I was afraid of her, but I was a good enough actress, and I mm-hmm. didn't show it. I just said, okay, uh, just sit down and and we'll take care of what you need at the end of class. I I just would not take her on in front of the group, Um, and she respected that because she kind of got through scaring people. Um, They respect you for it, that that was an important thing I learned, not to let people roll. of them it doesn't really make them feel good uh, it, it's strange uh, the college students I guess I would say are uh, they're adults you, you uh, even though they're still kids but by and large you can relax with them uh, very little in terms of disciplining but they the
0: I guess that's what makes teaching so wonderful, and as you were describing all the different levels and the people, I'm sure everybody listening today heard that Sister Alice was compassionate, a listener, and she not only understood her children and her students, but she also began to understand something about herself. So what do you think, Alice, is the greatest gift you have received from teaching all these levels?
1: the greatest that I helped them and made a difference in their life. Um, That's absolutely the greatest reward. Uh, I'm so proud of some of them. Uh, One of my students from Dominican Commercial, and and she was a handful, Um, she's in charge of the emergency room at New York Hospital, Queen's. Another one of my students, again, who was a challenge, high up in the New York City Police Department, uh, just about as high as you can go, a wonderful person. Uh, It's so exciting. And then there's some little things. I I actually got an email from a, a fellow. I have to admit, I don't remember him. And he emailed me. He found my email address, I guess, through the website in our mother house in Amityville, and he said to me um, that I taught him in first grade, and he said, you taught me
0: how to pray and how to read, and I still do both. Well, I think, Sister Alice, that says it all. Imagine a student years and years later saying those two things. You taught me how to pray and how to read. And I think as we come to the end of the session today, anybody listening is realizing that a teacher loves her students and a student ends up loving the teacher. So Sister Alice, what would you say would be three things you would want to tell somebody who is considering the teaching profession?
1: First of all, anybody who wants to be a teacher, it's a vocation. They have to really want it. They can't do it because their mother and father think it's a good job. They have to be passionate about it. Enough that that passion carries them through and you can't go into a classroom You can't even teach virtually if you can't display some enthusiasm. The thing students complain about, other than the teacher's not fair, is the teacher's boring. You you know, I I often say I wanted to be an actress. Mm -hmm. I couldn't do that. So I became a teacher. Uh, The classroom is my stage. You know, now my computer is my stage during the pandemic opportunity to perform um, you you have to be passionate in wanting it and in your classes um, if you are not interested and in enthusiastic there's not too much chance they will be and they can smell it they, they they know a phony they from the littlest one to the oldest one they know if you really love it uh The other thing I would say, whatever you teach, you have to really love the subject matter also, and you've got to know it. You have to be competent. You have to be good, and you have to know teaching methods and how to teach and how to organize uh, and keep up with it. You don't just learn your subject material, and it stops developing have to keep updating and updating teaching methods Um, and then maybe most important of all you have to genuinely love your students and care about them and believe in them and help them when they're down to believe in themselves of any profession you know we often say with medicine for example you want a doctor who's smart who knows his or her stuff Um, and then you know we used to say that they need to have the bedside manner because if there's that personal rapport is trust and a doctor can't help you if you don't trust him or her and a teacher cannot really teach you unless they trust you. They have to trust you.
0: Um, I, I I think those are wonderful. I
1: think if somebody has all of that, they're going to be a great teacher, and it will be very rewarding for them.
0: Well, I think all those examples came from a wonderful, good teacher, and not just a good teacher, a good person and a good friend. So I say to all you today listening, maybe some of you are teachers, retired teachers, are thinking about it. Maybe some of you are students, too. Think of the heart of what Sister Alice was saying. Loving what you do, respecting other people. This was a great, wonderful podcast today, Sister Alice, and we got the idea, Everyday Graces. Take care, everybody.